Is it actually doing it? Oh, we're recording. Okay, cool. Oh, shit. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Amy, and I'm here with my friend April. Say hi, April. Hi. <laughs> is it picking you up? I hope so. Okay, so we're going to talk about paranormal stuff today, and I don't really know what kind of turn it's going to take, because it could get really fucking weird. That's for sure. Um... So, I believe in paranormal and spirits and, like, crazy shit like that. I know April does, too. Um, we were just talking about our weird experiences. I want April to go first because when she first told me this, I got chills. I was like, I don't like that. That has some bad energy, man. So, go ahead. Tell your story, April. So, we're in Phoenix, Arizona. And there is kind of a old story about these tunnels that exist along one of our freeways, the Loop 101. It supposedly begins around 35th Avenue and Beardsley, if anyone's familiar with that area. And they run along for about 10 miles. And I'd heard about it in October, of course, spooky season. And so one night, a couple of friends and I went to kind of just look at it. We weren't gonna go through the tunnels at that time. We just kind of wanted to go to the area, familiarize ourselves with what it looks like and kind of what we're getting ourselves into. And we uh, had a dog with us as well. So we parked kind of far away from the tunnels just because we didn't want to be suspicious at all and we were walking up and the dog isn't reacting too well to them and so when we finally trek up to them and it's kind of a downhill descent to get to them there's a gate blocking that you kind of have to lift up and go under we didn't go under at that time just because we knew we weren't going to start it um and there were certain uh rules i'm using quotation marks uh, rules that we're supposed to use when going through them, such as don't bring a Bible, don't have any kind of religious artifacts, paraphernalia with you, you know, don't wear a cross just because there's supposedly a heavily demonic presence in the tunnels. And when we hear this, we're just like, yeah, that's bullshit. Like, <laughs> It's not going to be anything, you know. It's just a, a tale that people tell, kind of freak each other out. So we walk up to them, and we're looking through the gate, and we're not really seeing anything. We put our phones up to see if we can look, and it looks like there's two pathways on the sides of the tunnel and then a little area for water, um, kind of like a wash or just like a sewage system. It didn't smell bad or anything. Um, and we're just peering in there, and I was the first one to notice that there was a little white spot. And I asked the people I'm with, I'm like, do you guys see that? They're like, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, we see that. And then all of a sudden it comes forward a little bit and it's actually in the shape of a person. And we're just amazed that, like, oh, my gosh, there's something there. You know, what is going on? Dude, I also want to add that as she tells this story, I'm still getting goosebumps <laughs> because it's freaking me out. I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah, it was it was traumatic being there. And... Um, the dog's kind of reacting and you know we turn away for a second and we turn back and it's closer and at that time we're like maybe we should leave and then 
right after we say that, we turn back to the gate, and there is a face, a white Uh, face, right there at the entrance at the gate. No, thank you. And... I was apparently the uh, the slow one because I'm like, oh no, should we start? I turn and I see my friends have already booked it. They're already gone. So I am racing out of there. I'm the fat one of the group, so it's <laughs> taken me a little while. We keep turning back and we keep seeing it. And so we were just trying to get out of there as quick as possible. It was a very scary experience. And um, the funny thing was we had earlier in the day played with a Ouija board at my house. <gasps> yes. So we Are you insane? Are you really trying to, like, open yourself up to some crazy shit? I kind of, honestly. <laughs> oh, my God. Just because I... I you know, I totally love that stuff. I yeah. have the Ouija board. We played it outside, so I thought it was safe. Did you guys have any weird experiences when you came home? I did. Really? Okay, yes. okay, I need to hear this. Okay, oh, God. So, um, at, I live with my brother, and at the time, he was out of town, so I was home alone. Oh, great. I get home. My friends, you know, they left and everything. I'm home by myself, and... My Alexa in the kitchen starts playing a song. Nuh-uh. Until the day I die. Shut up! No, it does not. It does. I'm like, I was trying to get ready to take a shower. I hear it. I go in my kitchen. Look at that. Look at... Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, my... my, I'm kind of goosebumping, too. Oh, my God. And uh, I tell Alexa, stop. You know? And then I go, you know, ready to take a shower. Still ready. Plays again. (laughs) I unplug it. It does not keep playing. It did. Same song until the day I die. I think story of the year. But yeah. Shut up, dude. No. Horrific night for me. Dude, I can't with that. I I slept with my shotgun in my bed. Uh, Yeah, I do not blame you. I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is so... Ugh. See, and this is the thing that, like, I tell people all the time, like, you can't tell me that that's not real because my body doesn't react like that when I talk about, like, serial killers or anything like that. But when you start talking about paranormal shit, my hair stand up on end and my body gets tingly. It's, like, there's no way somebody can really argue with me and say, oh, well, that's not real. There's no way. Okay, well, where do you go then? Where do you, come on, that whole like your energy of your soul, it can't just like go nowhere. There's no way. Mm-hmm. Oh, but also too, but like that's also <clears throat> that sounds like super demonic to me. Yeah, and I mean having an animal there as well. Yeah. I mean they have and, that sixth sense right. for that kind of stuff. Well, you know it's funny too that you say that because my dogs. I mean we've lived in Phoenix since we've had the dogs, right? And they've lived in a house like nothing crazy. They nothing ever like traumatic has ever happened to them or anything. They've never been abused. They're really really spoiled, but they don't react well when like Ghost Adventures is on or there's like the like you can feel that when he, your energy is weird in your house. I don't care what anybody says because I can. When we lived in our last house, the energy was really, really weird in that house. Like, my mood really shifted, and I'm already, like, depressed anyway. But it got really, really bad at that house. And my dogs, there was always this one corner in the living room, and they would always look up in the corner of the ceiling and bark. 
And I'm like, why? Like, there's no reason they need to be barking at the corner up in the ceiling. Oh, God. Up in the ceiling. Like, they're, like, looking up in the corner of the ceiling, and they're barking. And I'm like, they're, uh-uh. And anytime they did that, I would leave the room because I just got such a bad feeling like someone was watching me. Did you have, like, an attic or a crawl space yeah. in that house? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And it just, like, it, ugh. That house always gave me weird vibes because anytime I would fall asleep in the living room, and it was always the living room. It was never if I fell asleep in, like, one of the guest rooms or the master. It was just the living room. But you know that scene from, like, The Shining where the walls bleed? Oh, that I would dream that my walls in my living room were doing that, but there was also like this black mist like floating in the center of the room. And it, it was weird because the, there wasn't a lot of history about the house. There, like I know there's a website that you can look up if crimes have ever happened or people died. Yeah. And I looked it up because I was like, I don't know, man, there's something weird about this house. <clears throat> Nobody ever died. Well, it was never recorded that anybody died. But there was such a dark energy in that house because my mood shifted, Sam's mood shifted. Like, we were fighting nonstop in that house. Like, nonstop. And obviously, like, couples have fights and you argue and whatever. But it got to a point where we, like, could not stand each other. And as soon as we got out of that house, everything kind of even out a little bit and we kind of were a little more chill and a little we were still irritable but not nearly as bad Mm -hmm. and the like farther away we get from that house and like how many years it's been from that house like i can tell we're not attached to that house anymore and i don't know there's like there was something there that house that didn't want us to leave because when we were trying to sell the house we weren't going to get a lot of money for it and Sam was like, well, we can't sell it if we're not going to get our money back. We don't want to lose money on selling the house. And so I was like, okay, what if we paint? Every time we would paint or do anything to make that house better, something went wrong. Oh, goodness. And I was like, there's no way that there that's a coincidence. Yep. There's no way. Like, something wants me there to be miserable. <laughs> <clears throat> and I'm like, that's just... There's just like little things like that that I think about now... And I'm like, there's no doubt in my mind that weird shit happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I also grew up watching Ghost Adventures, so my mother thinks that that's why I believe in this <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, well, obviously, like, that's a big part of it. But also, too, like, your personal experiences, too. I don't, and I feel like some people, too, I feel like they can feel it more than others. You know what I mean? Yeah, where they're more in tune with it or more susceptible yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, I definitely think that, you know, certain environments provoke it more than others. Mm-hmm. Um, I know personally, I was in, I was in a house, I was in a trailer, lived in a trailer park, <coughs> white trailer trash, and, um, She's really not, she's being overdramatic. <laughs> it's okay. I do that all the time. <laughs> and, so, uh, when I moved in... I realized that the trailer next to mine was not kept up very well, which didn't follow the community guidelines Mm -hmm. that they had told us when we signed the paperwork and everything. And I I did inquire about it, and they're like, oh, yeah, so the trailer next year's, a gentleman was living in it and passed away. 
And they made it sound as though it was fairly recent. And that was something that they were working on to put back on the market uh, so that they could have a new renter in there. Mm -hmm. Um, I find out from the other neighbor that he'd actually passed away a good three, four years ago. Oh. And there were a lot of creepy experiences. I would walk out to my car at night and I would see things moved around in the house, Mm -hmm. which I kind of chalked up to it just being people were trying to break in. Right. I'd called the cops before because I heard people trying to break in. Right. Makes sense. And I'm a curious person. Same. (laughs) I myself went into the house. Did you really? Yes. Girl, oh my gosh. She really is trying to get possessed right now. She really do be trying to get possessed. It was the worst hoarding situation I'd ever seen. Yikes. And from what I'd heard, it seemed as though he wasn't found right away. He had been in it for a while. Too bad, that's sad. It really is. And just, I saw, you know, up to the wall, up to the ceiling was just papers, and there were like seven printers, and there was just so much stuff. That's so sad. Yeah. And I mean, they didn't try to. They said that they were trying to work on it so that they could put it back on the market, but... It's like, what are you doing? Like, there's no work going on here. And there was one time that I really freaked out because, I mean, I hadn't seen anyone, like, any um, of the maintenance people at the the leasing office. I'd never seen them at the house, Mm -hmm. you know, doing anything. And there was one Friday, trash pickup was on Friday. Right. And the trash and recycling bins were out front of his house. What? Yes. And I'm like, oh, that's delightful. My dead neighbor is tra- is taking out his trash and recycling to be picked up. Well, that's very, very responsible of him. Yes. yes. <laughs> Even after death, he's taken out his garbage and his, uh, his recycling. Oh, that's... that Dude, but that makes me so sad that it took so long. I mean, at least he didn't try to, like, hurt you or harm you or anything. I mean, he could have been a mean neighbor. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a very weird experience, and I never felt very safe in that house. Mm. If I was ever alone at night, I right. mean, I swear, I would just hear my back door opening and shutting and opening and shutting. And I would, you know check it Mm -hmm. and it was locked but I just heard it opening and shutting but you know what too I feel like spirits I feel like they know that I feel like they know when someone like hears them or realizes that something is weird because I feel like it's the people that notice that stuff that have those experiences more often so like Sam like he he believes in that stuff but he doesn't investigate it he doesn't say huh that's weird that's really weird he'll say it to himself but he doesn't say it out loud he doesn't like he doesn't go look for the sound or like verbally tell me like oh yeah there was this weird noise but me I'm always like did you hear that did you hear that fucking noise did you hear that what about that what about did you hear and he's like I think you're just insane 
Like, no, there's little taps and little knocks and just, like, mm-hmm. things will be moved that I know where I put them. Mm-hmm. And Sam goes, <laughs> he goes, you just smoke too much. You just don't remember where you put it. And I'm like, no. I know, like, with my makeup, right, the, those palettes stay there. Yeah. There were two of them that were in a guest room closet. Don't know why. I mean, ghosts are trying to work on their makeup. Right? But see, that's what I'm saying. And I also think that there's, like, certain ghosts that are attached to me personally. Like, I think my grandparents still come and check in. I think my kid comes and checks in. I think she's the asshole who's moving my fucking makeup, so knock it off, okay? (laughs) Um, But... I told, okay, so when Sam and I got together, I told him, I was like, okay, this is going to sound really weird, but we had just gone to see Paranormal Activity, and I told him, I said, okay, weird things happen around me, and he goes, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, weird things happen, just things that can't be explained, that are really weird, that just, I kind of shrug off and go, well, I guess this is my life, (laughs) and he said, okay, whatever, so we just went to see Paranormal Activity, the first one. He was working for his dad at the time, so he's getting up super early and going to work. All of a sudden, at 5 a.m., we hear glass shatter. So we go downstairs. Some of the cabinets are open. And I don't. And I thought he did it in the middle of the night to fuck with me because we had just gone to see Paranormal Activity. I was like, oh, okay. Well, he's just fucking with me. And I was like, really very funny. He goes, What? And I was like, yeah, ha, ha, you opened all the cabinets. Like, these, the cabinets are open. You did that. He goes, what the fuck? I was sleeping. And I said, okay, well, then how did they, how did they open? He goes, well, we do have a roommate. I said, oh, that's true. Okay. Okay. Chocolate's bad. I said, okay. So I closed all the cabinets, but then I said, where did that glass sound come from? I look, and it's a light bulb, and it's shattered completely. It's still in the socket, and it looks like it just exploded. And Sam goes, well, I guess it could, like, we could have had a surge or something. I said, have you ever seen a surge happen in a house where the light's off? Like, the light was off. The switches were, like, the lights were off. Mm -hmm. And I said, I've never seen a light explode when the electricity's not on. Yeah. And I said, how can it have... I mean, I guess it's possible it could have a surge, but I thought, like, lights that were wired to your house didn't do that. Or, like, they made them to just shut off. Mm -hmm. And he goes, I don't know. I said, hmm, that's strange. Picked up the glass, got the light bulb out of there. Wasn't a big deal. I... He leaves for work. I go back to bed. I wake up. The house is freezing. Freezing. And it's in the middle of fucking summer because I think Paranormal Activity came out in June, didn't it? Uh, I think Something it came. I think it came. Maybe September. That's for yeah. Some reason I'm thinking yeah. September, but in Arizona it's still yeah, it's, degrees it, out. Right. It's still fucking hot here. So it was really, really hot. And here in Arizona, your houses just don't get cold in the summer. Like the, your AC could be on all day long and it just does not happen. But it was 64 <gasps> degrees what in, in my house. And my dogs were up on my bed with me. And they were, like, huddled with me. And I was like, why are you guys acting fucking weird? The vibe in the house was just not good. Like, not good at all. The house was a foreclosure. I didn't really look up what had happened there, but there had definitely been something. I don't know why, cause, but there was a vibe. 
so when I went downstairs, the glass was back. It was, we what? The glass was shattered back on the floor and on the, on the dining room table. I had cleaned it up already. It, I don't know if maybe that was like a glitch in the simulation or what, but the glass, I shit you not, was back on the, back on the table, and it was a dark colored table like this. It was dark, so you could see it. It was shattered, and it looked like it had just been shattered, and I thought, okay, well, maybe another bulb broke. Maybe it's just like a weird thing with, with this, this like light system or something, or this lighting fixture. No other light bulbs had broke. <laughs> what in the world? And I called Sam and I said, you watched me clean the glass up this morning, right? And he goes, yeah, why? I said, no reason. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It sounds like you've seen a ghost. And I was like, please don't say that right now. I gotta go. <laughs> so I started, <laughs> shit you not, I started reading the Bible, which I hadn't <laughs> done in like a good year and a half because I had dropped out of Christian college and said, fuck that shit. <laughs> but I got such a bad vibe that I started reading the Bible and I started praying out loud <coughs> and I was upstairs in our loft and there was this like there was another lighting fixture and it started swinging oh god you're just like I need Jesus I was like I need Jesus right now uh, and I was like maybe I should like get some sage and cleanse the house but I was like I don't know how to do that and I know if you fuck it up it makes it worse and there's different kinds right like I, I hear that white sage is bad that may not be true yeah uh, I think I remember reading that somewhere and I just like I've always wanted to do that because mm-hmm. I have been in places where it's just there is just some bad juju going mm-hmm. on but I'm like I don't know like I mean how do you smudge it like I and see and that's why I was like I know it can like you can make it worse if you don't know what you're doing yeah and I was like I don't want to make it worse because this is already not okay with me <laughs> and I so his roommate came home and I said, hey, Wes, uh, weird question. Did you come home at, at all last night? And he was like, no, I was at my girl's house. I was like, all night. Yeah. I was like, you didn't come home? Are you? He, and he looked at me like I was insane. He's like, yeah, why? I said, well, <laughs> all these cabinets were open. <laughs> I already cleaned this glass up once, but it's back. I don't know how the fuck that happened. He goes, are you high on something? I said, no. Bro, something weird is going on. And he even said, he's like, yeah, weird shit happens here sometimes. But I just, it, I thought it was Sam or something. I was like, no, I don't think so. I think some weird shit's going on in this house. We quickly moved. Good call. Good call. I said, nope, I'm leaving. When I was in the trailer uh, for a period of time, we did have a roommate. Mm-hmm. And she could sense how odd the house was mm-hmm. and unsettling and she actually did use the um she had smudged oh, in really? her room oh. uh, and it yeah it wasn't very long until she decided to move out just because she was very unsettled by it and and see and it goes back to what i was saying i feel like some people can just feel it and sense it more than other people I, have you ever watched Ghost Adventures? I've seen a few episodes, yeah. I feel like the guy, his name is, uh, like, the main host, Zach Bagans, I feel like he's one of those people that just can kind of sense weird things. Because, like, shoot, like, weird shit. Ha- I, wa- 
want to go to his museum. Oh, yeah. But I'm terrified that I'm going to bring something back with me. Oh, 100%. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe I should go get, like, blessed or something before I go because I don't want... Because I already have bad luck as it is with this shit. I don't want to make it worse. Mm -hmm. And I saw one of the episodes he did with Post Malone, I think, and that Dybbuk box he has. (gasps) Oh, goodness. And, like, you can see some weird shit in that episode, and that... I don't know, man. I don't mess with demonic shit at all. Some people... And see, that's why I'm terrified to mess with the Ouija board. I'm like, nope. Don't want to touch it. No, thank you. Uh-uh. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've used my Ouija board a few times. Um, have you Have you talked to anybody? No. Really? Yeah. Hmm. See, I'm tempted, but I'm also I'm but I'm terrified. Cause yeah, you don't want to open that up yeah. and bring anything. And I mean, I we did, you know, we did. Did you like close out saying no? Oh, okay, yeah, okay, we okay, did okay. the the we closed. Okay, and we thanked them and everything. So, you know, we followed the proper procedure to the best of our ability. See, and that's I feel like some people they just like don't educate themselves a little bit beforehand Mm -hmm. and I feel like if you're gonna mess with shit that you don't understand and I know they sell it as a kids game I know it's like "Uh, it's a kids game it's fine I'm like I don't know if I'd let my kids play with the Ouija board man um Sam doesn't want me to go to Zach's like museum because he goes you will bring something home Mm -hmm. it will see you think oh shiny I want to follow her home (laughs) I'm like yeah I know that would be my luck to bring some demon home that just chills in the corner and stares at me he goes yeah I know he's like I didn't believe in this shit until you came into my life and shit got weird (laughs) I said I'm sorry I told you I warned you I warned you weird things happen <clears throat> um, we should go back to those tunnels, though. <laughs> that would be interesting. Um, for for some reason, um, I think when you said like there was a glitch or something, uh, that reminded me of another experience that I had. Oh God! Um, I used to go hiking a lot mm-hmm. with some friends, and we would go. It's actually not far from here, um, but we would go off of the I-17 in Happy Valley um, and there was uh, a trail along a canal that we would hike a lot and there was this one time that I got lost. Oh shit. I don't even know how I got lost and I was ahead of them and I thought I was making the right turn back to the car Mm -hmm. and I was in this empty field and I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear the sound of wind. I didn't hear any crickets. Like, there had been coyotes following us. Oh, but I shit. didn't hear anything what? in this field. And, of course, the dog was there again, you know. See? <laughs> Look at this. I keep getting goosebumps every time she tells me something. <laughs> we always had the dog with us, so that was always helpful. Right. But, um... The dog was with me. I was ahead of my two friends. And then all of a sudden the dog ran off. And I didn't 
see the dog run off. I didn't hear him run off. All I realized was I was alone, completely in this field. And I could see ahead of me that there was a house that had lights on. And I'm like, I don't want to get too close to someone's house. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially in that area, you know. There's self-defense weapons that people use, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I yeah, don't. Yeah, we live wanna, in Arizona, so yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get too close to anyone's property lines. It was like 10 o'clock at night, and I just didn't hear anything. Okay, see, that's so weird. Like, was it just like dead silent? Like, no, nothing. Nothing. I didn't hear crickets. I didn't even hear myself walking. What? It was just the weirdest experience. And with you saying like glitch, it was yeah. like, was there some sort of like portal that you like yeah. accidentally walked into yeah and it was because you made like because you say you got lost so like yeah. and it was what? a good i was told afterwards that i was gone for a good 20 minutes really yeah i felt like maybe it was like five minutes what which is weird because when you're lost it seems like yeah so much longer, longer. like oh my god i was lost for an hour no i just it was a few minutes yeah and I decided to head a different direction um, back to the path we were on. And then all of a sudden, I could hear them. And they were screaming my name. What? Like, I could hear it so clearly. And they were so far ahead of me at that point where they had been behind me previously. Oh, damn. Because I was booking it. I was running with the dog to try to, you know, get the dog worn out a little bit. Um, It was so hyper. But, but yeah, they were so far ahead of me. And the funny thing was is they were past the house that I had seen the lights of. And we had gone back afterwards on a different day, and I couldn't find that field I was in. Bro, come on. Like, we had revisited that spot several times. Like, we had played hide-and-seek in the desert, and there were certain, um, like, rock formations there. Like landmarks. Yeah, landmarks. There was bushes, and they were all very distinctive, but I never saw them again. See... That's what I mean, man. Like they're like you don't know what the fuck is out there. Mm-hmm. Like we have no idea. That oh my god, that is so crazy. I wonder. See, and it's so good that you had like the thought to turn around and not go towards the house because God knows what could have happened if you went towards the house. Yeah. Like because in my mind, if it's late at night, in my head, because I'm a dumb girl, <laughs> I would have been like. Oh, there's a house. At least I could go and ask them for help if I needed to. Oh, I, like, oh, my phone's dead. I can go ask them if they have a phone that I could use to call my friends. <coughs> or, like, maybe I could call someone and come pick me up. Oh, what's your address so my friends can find me? Mm-hmm. But you were smart to just turn around because God knows what could have happened if you would have done that. And it's funny that you say phone. Because I had checked my phone. Really? So like, did they text me? Did they call me? And I had no service. Oh, fuck. I get back on the path. Yeah. And, and I see three new messages. <gasps> so in that little area was a dead zone. 
of some sort. Well, that see, look at this. Oh my god. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Well, I want to go rando nutting so bad. You want to go what? Rando nodding. Have you heard of that? What is it? Oh, my God. Okay. So, I got lost in this rabbit hole because you see, like, we said portal, right? That's just, it brings something to mind. <laughs> so, there have been, like, these, like, quantum physicists that have, like, made this app where you can find weird energy anomalies in the world. Oh. And you can kind of randomize it to, like, where you're at. And people have done this one instance of this it went viral on tiktok these friends found a body by rando nodding it gives you coordinates and you have to go to those coordinates and find whatever it's really weird because in the app it tells you to set your intentions and man like try to manifest those like good thoughts first and then go rando nodding think about what you want to see this one girl she was like orange I just want to see orange. And a lot of times these things are like out in the middle of the desert or like out in the middle of nowhere. And this girl, she was like following this random nodding GPS coordinates. And on this path that was just randomized, there were all these orange objects. They don't ask you to put it in the app. They just ask you to think about it. Oh my gosh. And she was like, how... Tell me why there's a random-ass orange traffic cone out here. Tell me why there's a random-ass piece of, like, orange tape over there. And she was like, what the fuck? And everybody's like, oh, that could just be a coincidence. You're more aware of it because you thought about it, which I guess could be true. But the fact that these kids, well, I think they were in their 20s, but they found this body in a suitcase by random nodding, by inputting these coordinates, and they went to the spot, and it was off a pier. And there were other people around, and it wasn't, like, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> but they were like, hey, look at that. There's a suitcase down there. So they crawled down there, and they opened it up, and I guess the odor from the bag was just gnarly. And so they called the cops, and it ended up being a body. And I was like... Oh my god. And then there's other TikToks of people random nodding and like finding weird people in the woods in black cloaks. And and granted, it could be all staged, it could be fake, but I really want to do it just to see. I just like I'm curious. But I also don't want to fall into something and not be able to get out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, since you did say forest and people in black clothing... Oh, God. Are you at all familiar with Slenderman? Yes, yeah. So, I don't know why, but that just seems to be, like, the creepiest story to Yeah, me. yeah. And, I mean, I've seen documentaries on it. I have seen a lot of videos on it where people are just... They're saying that they saw him or Slenderman made me do it. Yeah. I know that hashtag was really popular, and I know, didn't, like, a couple girls murder their friend? Yes. Because they said, Slender Man made me do it? Yes. That's, oh my god. I don't know why, but that gives me such weird, not even, like, evil vibes, but just weird vibes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's something that is just weird, and I, I don't think it's outside of the unusual like i think it could probably happen i think there could be some random ass dude in the forest that has long ass arms but think about that that's terrifying you're just minding your own business in the forest and you see this big ass dude with these long ass arms just staring at you with a blank ass face 
Yeah. No, thank you. I don't know if it's just from hearing about it and being, like, haunted by it, but I feel like I have seen him before. Really? Yeah. Like, I had, um, when I was growing up, I used to go to our family cabin up Mm -hmm. in Heber. Okay. And the unusual thing about it is... In Heber in 2007 or 2008, some somewhere in that area of time, there were fires that burned down a lot of properties, and it was actually set by a fireman really? who they needed work, and he thought, oh, I'll just set a fire. And we'll what get in the 80s? Burned down thousands of acres, burned down so many homes. Oh my it God. was just a huge devastation. And so the property that we owned had been previously burned down by that fire. Okay. And it was so weird that that location was because there was houses all around it mm-hmm. that hadn't been touched by it. And it was just so secular that it burned down that property. Um, You know, there was above, below, to each side. Mm -hmm. But apparently it had just been that trail to that house. What? Yes. And so it had been rebuilt by a contractor who said he was going to live in it. Okay. So since he said he was going to live in it, he didn't follow the codes that were required Oh. So there had been a lot of bad experiences that we chalked up to the contractor. Like, the whole downstairs had been flooded, uh-huh. and everything had to be ripped out. Okay. Um, I'd had some bad experiences. Mm-hmm. We'd all had bad experiences revolving around that house. Really? Yes. Um, and I don't necessarily know if it was just random occurrences but maybe that area like that specific like geographical area maybe had something weird there that's honestly kind of what i'm thinking it was yeah um because my brother had a really really bad accident oh is that the one with the yeah he got airbagged out of the forest what because he had hit a tree face first going 60 miles an hour on a quad and I, my dad broke ribs on, at the house. Um, there was, of course, the flooding. I had seen, like, an apparition of some sort. Oof. This had been right after my grandfather had passed away. Okay. And so I thought maybe it was Maybe it was him, him yeah. I just, I remember I was 12 years old, and I was at the top level of the cabin. That's mm-hmm. where my room was. And in the corner, I just saw a white face. And it just stood there. I couldn't sleep because I was terrified. I didn't want to tell anyone anything, but just for hours, I saw that face. And there had just been so many weird and unfortunate occurrences revolving around Heber. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it had something to do with the fire. We didn't know anything about the previous house because the contractor didn't disclose it. Right. So I'm curious, you know, was there something and why was that the only house? 
right that got burned down see that's and see that's so weird that you say that because it's like like we said like when you were in that field you just like it was like you stepped into some weird portal almost and it's it's i feel like there's like so many places like that that it's just like weird things happen that just don't fucking make sense yeah and like that's so weird that it was only that one house that got burned down like how does that happen mm-hmm and I know firefighters are like, oh, it's possible. It's just like a myriad of reasons. It's just the right conditions, the right time. Like, no, come on. Come on. There's no way that there can't be something weird. And, and see, that's why I think it's interesting that this rando nodding, it runs through like this quantum generator or some shit. And it pops out these coordinates where there's just weird energy anomalies Mm -hmm. and like weird things happen in these weird places because there's weird energy i'd be curious to find out if there if there's maybe one like where you're like where your guys's cabinet is that would be fascinating that really would be i'm curious i i think i could find the app again if i tried so Mm -hmm. i but i really want to do that because i find that shit fascinating (laughs) that there's just like these random places on earth that just there's just weird shit Mm -hmm. it really is and funny thing is with that house and just animal susceptibility to everything Mm -hmm. I mean it was constantly constantly happening that our dogs would run away yeah really yeah like at our at our house you know we never had that problem but that cabin Right. They were always running away, and they'd run into the forest, and we had to go find them. And there'd be times where they were, like, they had icicles from their nose because it was so cold out. What? But they didn't come back to the house. That's crazy. Yeah. Animals are, see, and that's another thing. Animals are super, super, like, in tune to that stuff. And I would trust my dogs before I would trust a human to tell me if there was, like, a spirit in my house. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because, <laughs> and my, Portia, my one dog, she's pretty skittish. <laughs> but there's these times where she used to have, in the last house, she would get up on the bed and she would stand there and she would get, like, angry and growl. And I would be laying in bed, like, just chilling, minding my own business. And she would be downstairs watching TV and she'd get up on that bed and she'd be like, and I'm like, whoa, were you good? And it's like she was protecting me from something, but I couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. But she knew it was there. Yeah. Yeah, I have had a lot of times where my cat will just help puff up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what caused you to do this? Like, there was, there's not other cats that he's fighting with. There's yeah. not anything else. Like, he gets along great with my dog. My dog wasn't even near him at those yeah. times. And it's like, what is causing you to be on edge? And I've met all of April's animals, and they're all chill as hell. So, like, that's interesting that cats just puffing up. Just because. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, there's a lot of places that I want to go like for paranormal things because I I want to experience more of them. Um I know Sam is not he's not he's not a huge fan of that idea. He goes, "Bro, I got to live in this house too, man." Like, yeah, I know, but I will try to protect myself. He goes, "Okay, whatever. Just don't bring a demon home." Like with my luck, one's already probably in my closet, so it's fine. I mean, closets are the best hiding place for them. Honestly, I don't know what. Like, why the closet? 
Like, why? Just, I feel, I mean, you know, I would like tradition. my closet to be, yeah, right? I would like to be, uh, um, I would, I would just like to, you know, just have a space. Anyway, I told April this story, so I want to go back to this, the spirit story. Um, so I've been pretty close with my grandparents for the most part when I was younger. Um, but I don't know, like when, when my grandfather died, he was, he was in his late eighties. So he had lived a really good life, but he was kind of quirky and he believed in spirits and he just, he kind of believed in some weird things, not like bad things, just he believed in ghosts and just like aliens, like out there conspiracies. Granted, I don't think aliens or spirits are, like, out there conspiracies, but, you know. Um, anyway, so he ended up getting really sick, and he was in the hospital. He ended up getting pneumonia, and <clears throat> he got really, really bad, and they called us around 11 o'clock or so, and they said, hey, you know, it's probably a good idea if you guys come say your goodbyes. So we went, and I was 17, 18 at the time, and it was hard to see him like that because he was a tall man. He was, I think, 6'1 or 6'2. He was a tall guy, but in that hospital bed, he just looked so little and just so helpless, and it, it really it broke my heart, but I was the one who was holding his hand when he took his last breath. And I remember thinking, like, Grandpa, it's okay. And you could, he, he was really struggling to breathe, and you could tell it was painful. So, you know, in my head, I was like, Grandpa, like, it's okay. Like, you can, you can let go. I, I'll be okay. And we, it's not like we were BFFs or anything, and I wish we were. I wish as I got older, I would have valued that, that relationship more. But when you're a teenager, you kind of like, you kind of disconnect from your family and you just want to grow up and be an adult and whatever. And now that I'm, now that I am, I'm like, wow, that was a dumb choice. But anyway, uh, I was holding his hand when he took his last breath and it was hard to watch and it was hard to see. And I remember like going out in the hallway and really having a good cry. And there are people in the like bed next to my grandfather. And so I didn't want to cause a scene and be dramatic. So I went outside and I cried, but going home, it was, there's a couple stories about him, and this is why I, I really believe in, like, the paranormal and stuff, but I stayed up pretty much the whole night, because I just couldn't sleep, I was really devastated, I was really sad, and I had been writing him a letter of all the things that I had wished I had said to him, and never got the chance to say, so that way at his funeral, you know, I could, I, I could just put it in his casket, and we could leave it at that. That morning at like 5 a.m., my phone went off. Who the fuck is texting me at 5 a.m.? My friends aren't up. They sleep till, you know, we're teenagers. We used to sleep till 3, 3 p.m. But um, my grandfather used to get up at 5 a.m. every morning. And I was saying to April, I was like, I think this is like an old person thing. I think they all get up that early because they can't sleep and it's uncomfortable. But it was always 5 a.m. on the dot and he would have his coffee. And my phone was buzzing. I was like, who the hell is that? And this was the time where flip phones were a thing. So, like, you know, had the little Razor, Motorola Razor, and I flipped it open. And, it, you know, it popped up on the screen, like, one new message. I was like, oh, okay, who's that? And I opened it. And the number was, like, 00000000. <laughs> and I thought, 
that's weird because normally like back then that could have been like your carrier or something sending you a message like like just something weird but the message said i'm okay i love you cw or i'm sorry mc why don't i say mw cw um and i was like mc who the fuck is that and i thought about it and i kept i was like who the fuck is mc and then i got another message but then it was from 1111111 and it said gpa and then i was like gpa what the fuck is gpa grade point average and then i thought grandpa And I was like, I remember kind of going white. And I remember like just the blood draining from my face. And I I stood there for a second and then I put together who MC was. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I tried to respond to the number. And I said, grandpa? And it said, this message cannot be delivered, whatever, whatever, error. Wow. (laughs) And I just remember sitting there. And I saved that message until I broke that phone. And I was devastated when I broke that phone. Because I kept that message locked. I bet. Because I didn't didn't want to lose it. And I actually, he, he left me his car in his will. And it was a Chevy Impala. And it was this big car that I did not need at 16. But, you know, he left me the car and I was really appreciative. My mom is kind of a nervous Nelly and she did not really like to teach me how to drive. It was, she didn't, she got nervous. And I grew up in a small ass town in Northern Arizona. Like it would literally, like there's nobody out there. But she always used to get nervous and say that I was gonna hit somebody. I remember I finally got my license and I was driving to my friend's house to tell her I finally got my license. And I remember thinking like, ugh, if only my grandpa could see me now, like I'm driving his car and I'm taking really good care of it. And I look up and I look in the rearview mirror and it is a young version of him smiling at me. I should you not, I almost wrecked the fuck out of my car. I swerved and I slammed on the brakes and I was like, what the fuck? And I look up and he's still back there. And smiling at me. But I didn't want to turn around. I don't know if it was because, like, I was in shock or, like, whatever. But I didn't want to turn around. And I remember just, like, staring at him. And he was just smiling. And he was happy. And I was like, Grandpa? And I turned around. And he was gone. Gone. And I told my mom this. And she goes, well, you probably just miss your grandpa. I was like, Mom, I could smell his cologne. I could smell him. He was in the car. She goes, okay, maybe, maybe he was, if that's what makes you feel better. So, you knew it's like, you think I'm crazy. And that was like the one that really said it for me. I was like, okay, he's here. He's watching. Mm -hmm. And so I've never, it's kind of, it's been nice throughout my adult life to know. Cause he'll like kind of make himself known here and there. If like I go too long without thinking about him, something weird will happen. Yeah. Like. Um, he used to drive a Cadillac and he loved that Cadillac but the engine finally died and he was really devastated and that's when he got the Impala but he always said that if he could buy it back he would 
One day, I remember seeing a Cadillac, the same one as his, drive past my house. And I was like, what the fuck? And I remember looking at the driver, and he looked over at my house. We had, like, sunscreens on, so you can't see inside the house. He couldn't Uh tell that someone was looking at him. But he looked over, and it was him! In the same exact fucking car that he loved to death. And I was like, this motherfucker. (laughs) And it had been a while since I had thought about it. Because I was going through shit and I was busy and, you know, being an adult. And I feel like sometimes they just kind of like to make themselves known. Like, hey, I'm still here. I'm still here, bitch. Think about me. All right. Well, what else should we talk about? Um, I know, I know earlier when you did tell me that story initially, mm-hmm. uh, about the phone number. Yeah. And that had kind of stirred up some memories that I had, um, about hearing about people getting similar text messages, not, not similar to your experience, mm-hmm. but just like the, anomalies. like the number was sim- similar, like the weird things. Yeah. And how it was a black box recording oh yeah from the what they suspected was the Malaysian airline mm-hmm. the plane that just disappeared mm-hmm. you know what was that like going on 10 years ago? yeah it was you know yeah it, it that and see that's so weird to me because it's like that was such and that's still that whole thing bugs the fuck out of me. That yeah. whole thing bugs the absolute shit out of me. The fact that, like, it just, like, that whole flight just disappeared for a minute. And then, didn't they, did they find the plane or no? Have we never found it? I don't believe so. <sighs> See, that's what's, that's what's so fucking weird to me. Like, it just disappeared. Like, how, how do you lose a plane? How do you lose a fucking, like, Boeing? Like, well, it's 747? Isn't that, like, the, the, the passenger one? How do you lose a ginormous-ass plane like that with a shit ton of people in it? Yeah, I'm actually just looking up right now to <laughs> verify that it was never found. Um, the And what did it say? Wasn't it, like, SOS in that message? Yes. Yeah, and I think it they're was... They're coming or some shit yeah, like that? Yeah, they're coming. There were coordinates, and part of it was in the phonetic alphabet, so it was Sierra Oscar Sierra, right, not right. SOS. It mm-hmm. was Sierra Oscar Sierra. See, and that was that is so strange to me because I want to know... And it was so weird, too, because it was, like, people with random numbers. It was, like, no one that had an actual connection to the flight, right? I think it was just, like, random people that never actually had any connection with anyone or anybody on the flight. And I think that's so strange that these people just got this message saying they're coming. That Okay, that's a, that brings up another thing. How, what do you feel about aliens? Because there are so many mixed opinions on aliens, and I'm curious. Yeah, because, I mean, especially with that message right. that said they're coming. It's like, it's well, like who's who? coming? I mean, from, from what I just saw, it said that there's been debris found in the plane. Okay. In, like, coast of Africa and the Indian Ocean. Um, for some reason, I don't believe that that was the course that they were taking. Yeah. So that in and of itself is very unusual. But yeah, there was the speculation, like, who is coming? Yeah, like, who? And I mean, for us, 
being humans on Earth, mm-hmm. you know, Milky Way galaxy, there's we're just yeah, we're just a blip, we're a blip, honestly, and like that, like it's so like what. It wouldn't surprise me if, like, maybe aliens were like, they saw a plane. They're like, oh, hey, let's take it. Like, like this. Let me grab it. Yeah, like, let's, like, beam it up, Scotty. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I wonder sometimes if they did or, like, who's. But, like, who sent the message? And how did it get to phones? And as so many people. It wasn't right? just a one person thing. It was yeah. multiple people had gotten that message and had it deciphered. Did anybody uh, actually have a connection? Like people that got the message, did they have connections to people on the flight? I don't believe so. And then they were trying to look to see if it was like, oh, the same cell phone carrier. But yeah. it wasn't even that. There seemed to be really no connection. It was just anyway. random. Yeah, it was just completely randomized. See, that's, that's the thing that doesn't sit right with me. It's like, how does something so seemingly random happen to something that was such a huge story? Because that was so, yeah. like when it broke, when it came out that the the flight had just disappeared out of thin air everybody's like what the fuck how do you lose how do you lose a plane with like how many passengers like and i mean <laughs> like sonar has been a thing right. for so long and I mean, planes like now especially commercial they have so many tracking devices and computerization aspects of them and like my dad works for the faa and I remember asking him, like, how do you just lose a plane? He goes, well, I mean, I guess it's possible. But he's like, eh, he can't tell me anything, obviously, because he works for the government. He can't divulge secrets about that. He's like, yeah, but it's weird. Yeah. He's it, like, it's it's weird. Yeah. And I actually misspoke. It wasn't 10 years ago. It was back in 2015. Oh, okay. But still. Yeah. But still, okay, but see, that makes it even worse because the technology then is pretty still much what it is things. now. Yeah. And I just, oh, my God. See, there's just, like, little things that, oh, my God. Okay, so I've been, I really should, like, not be allowed to have a TikTok anymore because every single night when I can't sleep, somehow something comes up on my For You page, and it's always this girl that is, like, things that just don't sit right with me in the world. And there's, like, these weird things that she's, like, we don't know how they built pyramids. Like, we don't know. Stonehenge? Yeah. Like, that's random. Like, why the fuck is that there? Like, all of these and those statues of something, like, where they have the heads, but then they realize that they actually had full bodies underneath that they were buried underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? It's okay. But, um, I was just like... Grand Canyon? What is that? One of the wonders of the world. And then there there were these pictures, too, that she had, like, put up. There are these, like, trees that straight up, it looked like a head of a snake. What? Like, this tree had grown in a way where, like, a branch had, like, wrapped around itself. And it looked like a straight up fossilized snake, but fossilized within a tree. What in the world? And I was like, okay, maybe that's, like, a sculpture or something because that, that makes sense. And then I just kept scrolling, and I kept looking, and it just kept getting weirder and weirder. They're like these things. There's just <sighs> okay. She was pointing out that there are certain mountains that look like trees, like tree trunks, and I can't remember where they are. But there are certain mountains that really they straight up look like a trunk of a tree. And then there's, like, these 
castle or like these rock formations that look like castles I don't know there's just things that just don't sit right with me because they just look a little too coincidental and like maybe there were giants at some point something (laughs) I mean maybe just the Grand Canyon was someone tripped (laughs) right I like and why like how (coughs) no you're good the Grand Canyon is weird to me because the and like well duh like water you know it, it carves it out over however millions of years I'm like, ah, uh, I don't know, man. That's a really, and things just don't look. It's, it's too secular. Like, yeah. why is it only just right there? Right there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's just like weird shit like that that doesn't fucking make sense to me. Or one that I know of is Yellowstone. The volcano there. Yeah. It is overdue to uh, erupt. Yeah, and I think it takes out part of Arizona, doesn't it? Does it take out, like, the northern part of Arizona? Yeah, it takes out, like, the majority of the continental U.S. Yeah. And so it's it's been past its due date for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, why is it that it hasn't yet erupted? Mm-hmm. You know, is there going to be a time where it will, or mm-hmm. is it just never gonna happen see and that's why I'm like why did you guys like I understand like I guess you had to develop this area and like you had to develop all around but I feel like if you know that if it does erupt and it could wipe out half of the US why the fuck did you let people move so close to it and I wonder how recent of uh Development, like yeah. understanding of it, yeah. that it was that we're still just like, oh, it might happen. We may all die, but, but let's just, it's fine. Know, let's uh, keep developing. Also, the fact that there's a nuclear nuclear plant like right outside of like Arizona, that doesn't sit well with me either. And and they must be elsewhere. I mean, Palo Verde is yeah. the only one, right? And, I mean, if you think about it... I mean, there's silos everywhere, like, missile silos that are decommissioned, so it's like, why can't there be other, like, nuclear plants around, like... I mean, we all saw what happened with Chernobyl, so what's gonna happen when a volcano erupts and then, oh, there's lava over Mm -hmm. a nuclear Dude, that's gonna be, like, that could wipe it out. Like, that could just wipe us all out, like... I mean, we saw what happened in Russia and the USSR with, I mean, everyone. Well, and it's weird that they, like, covered it up. (laughs) Like, that's, I mean, okay, it's Russia, like, listen. Right, so it's like, well, okay, that sucks. But anyway, whatever. Um, You know, so many people got cancer from it. And I mean, it's still, for another, what is it, 100,000 years, it's it's inhabitable. They have this species of horses. Did you hear about that? What? Okay, so from what I understand, I might be misinformed, but there is a species of horses that lives where the Chernobyl reactor was. Okay. And that was very odd because it's uninhabitable. So how the fuck are the horses just chilling? Yeah, and it's like they didn't necessarily have, you know, any signs of mutations that radiation would typically cause. 
Yeah, because, like, I mean, I mean, you've heard about some crazy fucking mutations from all that radiation. How did yeah. those horses... Do they look like normal-ass horses? Yeah, from what I understand. And it's a specific species of horses. Really? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. It's very weird. See, that's fascinating because I wonder if you could figure out, like, what gene or what type of, like, chemical makeup or DNA a horse... That horse has that makes it resilient to radiation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That brings up another thing. And I know we're getting off topic of paranormal, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. What, whatever. Loops in. <clears throat> um, they're doing this weird study, I guess, over overseas in China. And they were successful of basically creating a humi- human and monkey hybrid human thing, apparently. Apparently, the embryo and the sperm took to one another to make... A monkey human, <laughs> but it didn't. Apparently, it didn't live long enough for them to know if it was just going to be like a human that had like maybe monkey organs or vice versa, a monkey uh-huh. that had human organs. The reason they're doing the study is they're trying to figure out like the regeneration of organs and stuff like that to help, like you know, cancer patients if they lose something that they need or if maybe somebody needs a new heart, they can just grow one. So they're trying to figure that out. But then there also comes this whole like ethical thing, like okay, oh, well. Yeah. If it's a human and a monkey, like, wouldn't you technically be, like, torturing that human? Because it's still technically human. And then they were like, okay, but what if it can talk? What if it can function? What if those, like, neurons, like, fuse and they become aware? Didn't we learn this all from Planet of the Apes? That's what I'm saying! I was like, bro, did we not learn from Planet of the Apes? Come on. And the thing that worries me is that I'm afraid that somebody somewhere is going to get carried away with that and just run with it. At what point does it go too far? Right? See, that's what I'm saying. It's like there, there has to be a point where it's like, okay, like I know there has to be like science and experimentation and like all of that stuff but could we like clean up our oceans and like not kill all the sea life first and then work on like all of that stuff but i understand it's important because people need lungs and hearts and they're trying to find ways but i just i don't know that just doesn't i don't know if that sits right with me because it's like that is technically like a human yeah. at some point but even at that it's like if it's only an animal it's, it's like still, you, you can't know, you the animal testing and yeah all of that and i mean and see that bothers me too it's like i can't in this day and age it bothers me that we're still testing on animals Mm-hmm. That's the thing that really bugs me. And, like, her and I are animal lovers. Like, I, Sam won't let me have any more animals. I have a fish, but he won't let me have any more. But she has, like, a rabbit and cats. So it's like, why are we still testing on animals? Like, we, can, we know that they can feel and they have emotions and mm-hmm. they understand certain things. I mean, th- have you seen on TikTok that dog bunny? She talks with buttons. Yes, I have. And she understands, and she actually comprehends what they're saying with these buttons. Mm-hmm. And she actually she asked her owner, "Why am I a dog?" What? And the fact that she she was like, "Why am Why am I a dog?" Mm-hmm. She was like, "Why am dog?" Yeah. <laughs> she was like, "Why am I? Why am I a dog?" And her and her owner was like, "How do I explain this?" Yeah. Um, 
Because you are? Because dog? I mean, if, if they're able to question those, and it's not just, like, the the instinctive, I need food, yeah. I need to use the restroom. Like, it's not just It's not just, like, things. survival instincts. It's actual cognitive thinking. Yeah, and the fact that, you know, your dogs can tell when you're depressed, and they'll feel yeah. it, too. It's, it's not, it you know, it's... It's just too well, that's, much. and that's crazy too. Like that you say that because I know Portia. Like Portia is my dog. Like I was the one who picked her out. Sam picked out Viper, and you can tell because we have very specific relationships. Like I know Portia like the back of my hand, and it's also vice versa. She knows me too, and she knows like when I'm having a rough day, she will be glued to my side mm-hmm. more so than she already is. And I'm like, bro, I'm good. Like, I'm just a depressed bean, okay? It's not that serious. But it's like, they can feel that, and they can sense that. I mean, for God's sake, they... I mean, people train these dogs to to sense seizures and when you're going to pass out and all this stuff, because they can tell, like, by your breathing and by your blood pressure and all this mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, there's... Come on, man. Dogs are really fucking smart. We just don't give them enough credit because we yeah. don't understand them. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. See, and this is... Oh, my God. The world makes my head hurt. <laughs> All of this stuff that we're talking about, like, the the whole simulation thing, I don't... <laughs> Have you heard of the Mandala effect? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, my God. I love it. I fucking hate it, man. Oh, no. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Because it makes me... It really does make me question. Like, am I remembering it wrong? Or was it actually the way I remember it? So the one that trips me up the most is just because I had it so ingrained. Mm -hmm. I am a huge Star Wars fan. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if you knew, but everyone remembers it as Luke. Yeah. I am your father. Right. And that was just, it was plastered everywhere. everywhere. You'd always hear it. And everyone's like, Luke, I am your father. Well, it's in Toy Story. Like, they make fun of it. In Toy Story. So, I watched Empire Strikes Back, episode five, um, at the end of last year before Mandalorian came out. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time that I heard it. No, I am your father. No. Yep. I refuse to accept it. No, absolutely not. I I heard it myself, and I'm like, oh, my God. No, I... I, so... I absolutely refuse to accept that, man. No way. Mm Mm-hmm. That was the one that tripped me up the worst, I think. I mean, everyone's had the Berenstain Bears and Berenstain... Dine Bears, yeah. Well, see, I remember that because, like... Again, coming from, like, a super Christian household, like, I only was... I was very limited in the shit that my parents allowed me to watch. So, like, those stupid cartoons, I remember that shit, like, the back of my hand because it was all I had. It was, like, it was the only thing I could remember. And I'm, like, how do do I... I spent my whole childhood with this shit, and now it changes? No way. There's no way. Yeah. I mean, because that was how it was for Star Wars for me. Yeah. Because I'm, like... Dude, everyone remembers it as Luke... I am your father. No, I... What the fuck? I'm upset. Mm -hmm. That makes me really, really agitated. (laughs) I mean, yeah, for for number six, they went in, they did the director's cut where they put Hayden Christensen in for uh, the Force Ghost for Darth Vader, but they didn't touch Empire Strikes Back. 
Sorry, I'm a real Star Wars nerd. <laughs> no, you're good. I Hey, you know what? Everybody has their things, and that works for me. I, <coughs> I wasn't allowed to watch it, so I never was able to get into it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, parents were... <sighs> I guess we're just going to talk about everything on this podcast because we're now really shifting out of it, but it's fine. Um, my parents, like, they're not bad people. <laughs> they just really, really tried to control everything I did as a kid and a teenager. And they really tried to protect me from the world, but, like, it didn't do any good. <laughs> but they wouldn't let me watch Star Wars because it had too much violence. <laughs> and I was like, um... I mean, James Bond has more violence, but I'm allowed to watch that. And, Mom, you watch Lifetime. There's more violence than that. What are you talking about? She's like, well, that's real. That's okay. It's real, but it's okay for me to watch it. Okay, that makes sense. Parents, man. At 30, I still don't understand. <laughs> um, but I really I really want to look into doing random nodding really, really bad. Mm-hmm. You know what? Why not? May as well. Nautica. That's what it is. Nautica is an absolute February 22nd, founded by Joshua Langfelder, randomly generates coordinates that enable the user to explore their local area and report on their findings. Please. <laughs> what? I'm turning on my uh, <clears throat> VPN because. Oh, good call. I don't need people seeing where I'm at. <laughs> oh yeah. I yeah. Well, we are currently looking at the website to see what we may be able to find. We're kind of going back and forth with everything. Right. Developed by a global movement, the Randonauts, the Randonautica app was created to encourage people to venture outside their day-to-day routine by using a quantum random number generator to <laughs> derive a coordinate to journey to. The phenomenon has taken the world by storm. There are millions of Randonauts exploring their surroundings in nearly every country. <clears throat> what is Randonauting? Randonauting is the act of using Rando, the Randonautica app to generate a truly random locations sourced with a quantum entropy. Uh, the user can then choose to venture to these locations. Okay. Why do people randonaut? What is it for? What kind of experience? <clears throat> Let's go to Twitter and see what people are saying. I'm Because I want to know. I don't want to log into Twitter. I don't like Twitter. <laughs> I'm the same way. I fucking hate Twitter. I wish I could just, like, go on as a guest or whatever so I don't have to actually log in every time. It's like, is it really that hard to just look up what Jeffree Star recently posted? Yeah. And found two owls. Okay. Oh, because their thing is an owl. Oh, got it. Okay. Well, I mean, owls also do have a kind of dark symbolism from right. what I understand. I found something interesting. Oh, more owls. 
That's interesting. <clears throat> what? A tree with no trunk? Oh my god. What? That is very weird. We're seeing a picture of a cluster of trees, and one of them just doesn't have a trunk to grow from. Uh, that's gross. <laughs> uh, one time someone randomly found a green man in a forest. That's obviously a sculpture, but, like, yeah. it's still, it's weird. Yeah. <clears throat> it kind of looks like, what's his name? With the little swirls on his cheeks. What is it? From the movie Saw. <laughs> Oh, Jigsaw. That's it. <clears throat> um, lately, my intention has been knowing myself better and loving myself more. I walked past a sticky note that was on the ground and decided to walk three steps back and pick it up. It says, infinite love and gratefulness in my language, Romanian. I'm loving the direction in which I'm heading. Can't speak or read Romanian, so <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> At least they told us what it was. You got it tattooed? Random spot in the ocean memorialized on you forever. Wow. What an idiot. Yeah, that's not such a great thing. How to be ground dumbest bitch of 2021. <laughs> Trying to get a tattoo of the coordinates of a meaningful place in Sedona. Put the wrong latitude and end up in a random spot in the ocean memorialized on you forever. <laughs> what a dumbass. Oh my god, people make me laugh. It's like kind of like those other tattoos where it's like the, the yeah. character, the Chinese characters, and it means like balloon or something, <laughs> and they think it's like all like meaningful know. and deep and shit, and yeah. it's like mm, yeah, no, you have picnic table written in Chinese on your back. <laughs> Intention was peaceful. I don't know. I don't like the vibes. Also, it's, it's not a very clear picture. Yeah, not. It's not giving me good vibes though. I don't know. What is this? Something magical with peaceful energy. Sure. I guess. It's some deers in a field. I mean, that's pretty peaceful. Check out a news article that just came out. Okay. How do I do that? <laughs> Okay, well... <clears throat> Never mind. I don't know how to use Twitter, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a little weird. One time someone was led to a sand vortex pyramid. Okay, that's creepy. I don't know, man. That's a little too convenient for me. They were teens. A creepy new app for explorers led to TikTokers finding her dead body. Look. <clears throat> oh, jeez. I come by the group. One girl opens the top and lifts it from a distance using a wooden stick, revealing a black plastic bag filled with something. That would be body parts. <laughs> a group of
group of teenagers in Seattle found a suitcase containing human remains near a shoreline after a popular smartphone app, Randonautica, promoted them to explore the area. The ground had been in, uh, the group had been filming their explorations, posted a video on TikTok, a social media platform. Okay, everybody knows what TikTok is, guys. Though not all of us use it. True. <clears throat> well, see, and that's the one that really got my attention. And then after I saw that one, I just kept seeing more and more and more fucking videos of people rando nodding. Yeah. And it just seems really interesting to me. Because you're just, like, going to a spot that it says, hey, there's weird shit going on here. Just imagine who's hands that could get into though right I mean mm-hmm. it makes me think of like children of the corn and stuff like that honestly I mean, yeah know, someone I mean that could be that could lead to something pretty dangerous well and that's what people were saying they were <clears throat> worried that maybe the app was actually linked to people that we're actually just saying that there's weird shit that's happening here and making weird shit happen. They thought that maybe hackers were using it or maybe, like, serial killers were using it to lure people out to the middle of nowhere. But then, you know, that was just all, like, hearsay and stuff like that. But at the same time, I mean, if people are going to the exact same spots to rando not, but if they are completely random... Who knows? <clears throat> I mean, okay, so I Ouch. am very intrigued by the dark web. Uh-huh. Yeah, same. So I just, I mean, I hear a lot of stories. I watch a lot of videos on it. And yeah. I mean, there's, like, the snuff films. Right. And stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I just immediately go to that dark place where yeah. it's like, you know, if, if this is something that gets told to many people, like, go to this location. It's yeah. Like, they could be susceptible to anything happening. Right. And I mean, what if that's just a good place for people to find? Mm-hmm. People to kidnap or to kill, and, you know, you wouldn't think any the wiser. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, it's a popular app. Yeah. And, I mean, just everything, I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, see, and, there's, and there is a big fear of that, too. Like, I mean, it's terrifying to think about, but at the same time, that could fucking happen anywhere. Yeah, that's true. I mean... With all, like, the, the human trafficking yeah. going on. I mean, it's... Dude, not, with... Uh, we're not it, away from it at all, considering yeah. for Arizona, the, like, number one place for human and child trafficking is a mall that's just ten minutes down the road from both of us. Is that Arrowhead? Yeah, Arrowhead. Yeah. That's the most uh, human traffic place in Arizona. And, I mean, I take my nephew there... And I'm watching him like a hawk just because I'm terrified of that fact. Well, damn, really? Arrowhead? I never knew that. Yeah, Arrowhead. Okay, so y'all need to be careful. Okay, you know what's weird, though? So I was actually on Facebook one day, and I don't have Facebook anymore because I fucking hate Facebook. Anyway, I really, honest to God, I really hate all social media, but that's neither here nor there. So moving on. Um... There was this man, apparently, at the mall that people had been spotting, and he was taking pictures of, like, teenage boys coming out of that, like, Zoomies, that shoe store right there. Yeah. And of course, because that's, that's where they all are. Yeah. And they're looking at their fucking tennis shoes and their sneakers and shit. 
And so one girl was like, are you taking pictures of these boys? And he was like, no, no. And he ran off. Oh, shit. And she was like, you better delete those fucking pictures. And so people called the cops. Apparently, that is not the first time he's been caught there doing that. Oh, really? And I'm like, dude, he's either taking pictures and getting the okay from somebody saying, yeah, I want that one. Or he's just being really fucking disgusting Mm -hmm. and doing God knows what with those pictures. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's always such a terrifying thing to me, and especially if I do have my nephew with me. I mean, he's just a little five-year-old boy, blonde hair, blue-eyed. Yeah. And, I mean... So desirable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he does get targeted. And um, even my brother-in-law has told me that he has come and taking pictures of him. And my sister stopped him, but, I mean, he wanted to go after the guy. Ugh. I mean, yeah, it's just, you know, someone finds a person, a child that could be considered desirable, that could be worth some money. and Dude, and that's, it's so terrifying, like, as a woman as well, like, you have to, as a, uh, see, okay, this is my thing. As a woman, we think about things so differently than men do. Because, like, you or I, we would not go alone to South Phoenix at oh, no. two p like two a.m. in the morning, like we would not go down there alone because we know better, because we know what fucking happens. But also, I wouldn't go to Target at two a.m. either, because there's some creepy ass motherfuckers at Target now. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Targets are becoming a place for sex traffickers as well, because that's where all the teenage girls are. Oh God, I didn't even know that. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, the well, think about it. like Target. They're like, oh my God, Target's the best. But like, there's been so many stories of these girls. Like, yeah, I had this really creepy guy follow me to my car, and he like almost cornered me, but I was able to get in my car and get away from him. I'm like, if he, if I ever saw some shit like that, I think I would lose my mind on mm-hmm. a man. Like, I think I would actually go to jail for being the shit out of a man. Yeah. And I mean, it's just like those things that you know to do just inherently as a woman. Like, like if you see something on your windshield, don't take it off, get in your car, drive away, go home, get safe, and then take it off your fucking windshield. If someone ties something to your door handle, leave it there, get in your car, drive away, get safe, and then take it off. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just, I mean, last night I was at a bar and I was walking to my car, it was an unfamiliar area. And I have my keys between my knuckles just mm-hmm. in case. You mm-hmm. know, it's those things that you're just... Like, you got your pepper spray out. Or we, <coughs> we, or we have to, like, look at, like, self-defense items. That, like, dude, and... Wi- oh, God. And women can't do fucking anything without a man making fun of them, by the way. I would just like to put that out there. Like, I was watching a TikTok of this girl. She makes these, like, little self-defense kits. Mm -hmm. She's got, like, the little stabby thing and the little pepper spray and, like, the little alarm thing. And she, like, makes them and she sells them on Etsy. And they're super cute. They're customizable. Whatever. There are these dudes in the comments, like, wow, you females really think pepper spray is going to stop a man from raping you? Y'all are stupid. I'm like, um... Do you see why we're like this, though? Oh, yeah. It's like, you're the exact reason why we do this. You're the exact reason we have to do these things. And the, the men in the comments were like, oh, my God, you really think that's going to, a little plastic piece is going to stop me if I want to take you? Huh? No. I'm like, wow. You're just encouraging the stereotype. Yeah, I'm like, you're just literally, just literally proving the point mm-hmm. of what we're saying. So please keep doing it. Please keep acting like an 
I like, oh my god, I hate, I fucking hate men. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I recently, you know, we're, we're both depressed beings, yes. mm-hmm. but I recently was given the recommendation to kind of help clear my head, to help feel better, you know, just go on a hike by yourself, and it's like, um, <laughs> I cannot do that. I will literally get murdered and or kidnapped. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely not. That's that's just the reality of it, you know? You, as a man, yeah, you can do that, and you'll yeah. probably be fine. You're more than likely going to be fine. You know, but it's just, it's but a different story. Think, men don't think about the fact that it, dude, and the whole thing, that like, it's not all men. It doesn't fucking matter. It takes one douche canoe. It takes one motherfucker. Like, oh, well, you should teach your women not to dress like that or act like that. Da, da, da. How about you just keep your fucking hands off of me? How about that? Uh, and it's funny because a lot of... I have a lot of dude friends because I just... I don't know. I get along better with dudes. I don't know. Same. <laughs> it's, it just... It happens, I guess. And... um they're like, man, females are just so fucking, like, they're so stressful, and, like, you guys are, like, so uptight, and blah, 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 all the fucking time. Like, because we have to deal with you. Like, you're the reason why most of us are fucking insane. Like, men in general are just the fucking... <laughs> I, okay. Awesome I just, Honestly, it's like, and they... <laughs> Dude, I've had to tell so many dudes to not be creepy and they will get farther in life if they're just not fucking creepy. Yeah. It's like, maybe instead of asking this girl for news, you could ask her how her day has been going. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, April's single. <laughs> and I'm... Uh, this is your this is your chance to put in your application. <laughs> Uh, you will be vetted by me because if you ain't shit, you ain't getting nowhere. Because, <laughs> like, no thank you. We just don't have time for that. We're grown-ass women, okay? We don't have time to play games. Fucking, I hate men. Do you think many men got very far through this, though? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> well, probably not. I mean, I, I'll probably cut it down and edit it a little bit, but... Anyway, if anybody knows of anywhere in Arizona, like, a good place to explore maybe, like, paranormal things, like, maybe something that's haunted would be preferable. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'm going to go, but I might. I would. Like, if I had oh, somebody yeah. to go with, I would. Oh, I'm the same way. Like, I purposefully go to places with the knowledge that something might happen. Okay, wait, wait. So, there's a bar in fucking shit. Jerome? Yeah, Jerome. That, the, like, that little fucking weird ass, like, there's a bar there that apparently is haunted. I actually drove through there one day, and I was, like, I parked, and I started, like, walking around. There's this one bar on the corner. I refuse to walk on the same side of the street as that bar. Oh, really? <laughs> My body wouldn't let me. It's like, oh, I was shit. like, oh, that's going to be a shorter way for me to get to my car. I should just walk down past the bar and go to my car. I literally, like, I got to the street across from the bar. And I was like, okay. I need to walk across the street now, and I'm just standing there. I was like, okay, well, this isn't working, so my body just would not move. It's like I got to one point, and my body was like, you're not going to go near that bar, bitch. You're not doing it. 
you're gonna get fucking haunted if you walk anywhere near that bar <laughs> don't do it I was like okay if I have this bad of a feeling about just walking by the bar I should probably just like go the long way so I went the long way I was like that was so weird yeah that is like that is that was one of the weirdest experiences I've ever had because it wasn't like I was overly anxious about it or anything I just I remember seeing it and being like mm, that place kind of gives me a bad vibe yeah but I didn't think much of it but then when it came time to actually walk past the bar my body was like uh-uh <laughs> turn the fuck around bitch <clears throat> but anyway um, yeah, I want to go explore haunted places. So if anybody knows anywhere in the Phoenix area to go, let me know because I'm I want to go. <laughs> and maybe we'll record it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll video it. I I probably won't because I probably won't because <laughs> God knows I can't record shit, which is why I'm doing a podcast. So I mean, anything else to add? Do you have any more experiences? Um, no, that was pretty much the gist of, you know, what I recollected of creepy experiences. I mean, you know, here in Arizona, of course, you know, there's Jerome and the Grand Hotel, and I've been told about Prescott, the St. Michael Hotel, um, we have Tombstone here, which is just a deserted it's a town. ghost town, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go- literal ghost town. Literally, it's a ghost town. Um, I mean, <clears throat> the only notable. Oh my god, dude. Okay, so Sam used to do. Del- okay, I see. Here I am. I keep talking. I can't shut the fuck up. Um, Sam used to work for his dad at Duncan Bolt, so we used to have to make deliveries, and we used to have to go to Tombstone. We used oh. to have to go to, I think it's New Gaulis, but. We used to drive through Tombstone to get there because there's, like, some weird, like, steel planter, some shit out there that he had to go to. And so we drove through Tombstone, and I remember I wanted to stop at the, I think it's the Bird Hotel, or it's called something like that. And we went in there, and Ghost Adventures actually did, like, a whole episode there. And I was like, okay, let's go. We went, but they only did tours at night, and it was, like, still, like, 3 in the afternoon, so it was still early. The tours didn't start till 9 p.m., so there was no way I was staying until 10 p.m., because it was only a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. And I was like, Sam has work in the morning. That's not going to happen. So, <clears throat> I I go in, and it's creepy. I mean, obviously, it's a fucking, it's a ghost town. It's a dilapidated fucking bar, like, or saloon, or whatever. Yeah. Um, Birdcage Saloon, that's what it is. Oh, that's okay. what it's called. Um, and I remember standing there. And I was just... I was chilling. I was just standing there. We were talking to, like, the tour guide and everything. And they were telling us, like, what time they started. <coughs> um, what time we should be back to be there for them. And all of a sudden, something touches my leg. And it wasn't, like, a graze past my leg. It was, like, someone grabbed my thigh. Oh, Jesus. And I, like, jumped. And Sam was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I, like, looked down and I, like, brushed my leg. And the lady behind me goes, did you feel that? And I went, what did you feel? She's like, it's, like, almost like something staticky, like, walked by me. I was like, no, that's not what I felt. She goes, what did you feel? I was like, somebody grabbed the shit out of my thigh. She goes, what? And she goes, well, I mean, you got nicer thighs than I do, so no wonder. I was like, oh, that's awkward. And Sam goes, are you good? I was like, no, dude. It felt like a man grabbed my thigh so hard. I got in the car. I had a handprint on my fucking leg. Oh, God. I, it was what like, like it looked like he had been like this to my fucking leg. 
And I was like, same, I was like, Sam, there's finger like marks on my leg. And I was like, look. And he goes, what the fuck? And he puts his hand, because my hand was too small. Yeah. And Sam puts his hand, he, and it like matched up pretty decent. Like, it, like the hand was big. Mm-hmm. And he goes, are you okay? Because it, it was starting to bruise. Oh my god! It like he it grabbed me so hard that it like bruised my leg, but apparently it also used to be a brothel. <laughs> oh, you got some horny ass ghosts in there! I when I found that out, I was dying laughing. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! It was just a horny cowboy! <laughs> oh my god! I was like, hey, he thinks I got nice thighs. Nice. <laughs> so I was like, you need. To help i was like listen that was scary i was like because i thought i was actually losing my mind because it was so it really felt like a hand was on my thigh and it's it's weird though because it didn't make a noise because obviously like what's going to make noise it's fucking air (laughs) that's like grabbing me but it felt like someone just went and i was like mother of god because it scared me more than it hurt yeah. I think it hurt more afterwards because it must have grabbed me really hard because, like I said, it started to bruise. But I don't know. I want to go there, but I'm also really scared to go back. I mean, I'm sure, though, the horny cowboy ghost remembers you. <coughs> no, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to wear, like, a full, like, nun outfit when I go back there. That's just going to tempt them more. Fuck. <laughs> You're right. Oh, man. Okay, but anyway, if anybody knows of any good places, let us know because I would love to. Um... I don't know what we're going to call this podcast yet. I feel like we should come up with a name for it. I just have my channel, but that's... I don't know. I don't like the I don't like the name of it anymore. What is it? It's just the Miss Lady Pineapple. Like, it's cute, but it's just like, I don't know. I'm yeah. old now. I'm 30, guys, so I need something more easy <laughs> to remember. <laughs> like, I don't know, the April and 80 podcast? Like, the A&A podcast? I don't know. Not to be confused with AA. <laughs> yeah. Any, so, hey, if anybody has any good names, go tell me on my Instagram, which is Miss Lady Pineapple, which will also probably get changed at some point. I don't know. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for um, sticking around, because God knows this podcast is like two and a half hours long, three hours. What time did you get here? Um, One? I got here at like 1.30. Okay. I, I think it's just been almost an hour. Okay. If I'm if I'm doing my math correctly with the time right there. Oh. oh, and it's been an hour and a half. Oh fuck. <laughs> okay, well anyway, okay, so we're gonna stop talking now. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye! Bye.